Welcome to the Becoming Untangled podcast. Together, Chris and I have figured out a way to stop just being interested in our dreams and actually committed to them. Look, guys, this is life according to us, and we're here to share our tools, our tips, our truths, really to help inspire you to finally get out of your own way and into massive action in your life. So grab your favorite green juice or cocktail and get ready to become untangled. Hey, 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 boss babes. It is just me, Lauren. Welcome to the Becoming Untangled podcast. This was on my heart, so sorry, babe. I had to record an episode without my amazing other half. You guys, we have so much fun together recording these podcasts and just taking time to, I mean, we have these conversations anyway um, at home. So we thought when we decided to create this podcast a year ago, that why not share with everybody out there who might need to hear it. And I feel like so often we have so many conversations that go on behind closed doors that other people need to hear um, so they can implement and you know, act and reflect and correct in their own lives. So today I really wanted to talk about one of the things that has been happening to me lately, which is giving yourself permission. And I mean it as in permission to just be who the fuck you are without having to explain it to anybody else, right? We are with ourselves all the time. I don't know if you can escape your own self, and just like that, I got interrupted. Okay, so what the hell was I talking about? Okay, so we're gonna go back to what my whole point was, was giving yourself permission. And yes, we can't escape ourselves. We are with each other, like our one self, our one body, our one mind, our one heart, all of the time. And there are many techniques to escape yourself, i.e. meditation, journaling, you know, all that jazz, but I'm not talking about that today. I'm talking about giving yourself permission to just remember who you were, and this is something to reflect on or maybe journal on, who were you when you were eight years old or 10 years old or 12 years old? Because those are the ages where you really start to shine and become yourself. So maybe you were shy and trying to figure life out. It was big, it was scary, maybe you didn't have like the best you know, at home life, but you always know that there was something bigger for you out there in that big, bad world. Right? So you had to learn how to maybe not be shy, or maybe you did use your shyness in many other ways. So remember who you were. I am going to give you an example of who I was. And let me tell you, once I came back to who that little girl was, Jesus Christ, was she funny? I was so fun. And what happened was recently I was in Arizona And I caught myself saying to a group of my girlfriends over dinner, I used to be so much fun. Like, where the hell did I go? And that's what life does, right? We just get lost, like mom life, boss life, working life, doing all the things life, wife life, like whatever it is, we are jam-packed these days with an overabundance of things to do, places to go, people to see. But I caught myself saying, oh my God, I used to be so much fun. And I swear I said it like 50 times. And I remember leaving that event going, well, you 
have to get yourself back. Like this is absolutely ridiculous. You are fun. So let's reflect back on how you got where you were. And I couldn't just decide that day that I was just going to be fun again because I tried it and it didn't work. I still had a lot of shit I had to unpack. And one of the things I had to unpack was a couple of situations in my childhood that I had been holding onto that the mere thought of thinking about them or journaling about them made me literally want to puke on anybody. They were scary. They made my gut hurt. They made like butterflies in my belly and just like that not great way. And I'm not talking anything like catastrophic. It was just a couple of situations that were really not good and very traumatizing to me. So I had to go back in time and I did this through a lot of freaking meditation practices. Every single morning is part of my morning routine. That is a different podcast later, but I take at least five to 10 minutes and meditate. And I knew that this work was going to require maybe 20 minutes every day of being quiet with myself. And I love guided visual meditations. Um, I have many apps that I use, but one of them um, I'll put in the show notes today. So, because I would say it right now, but I don't want to mess it up. But just look at the show notes later for that meditation app. But there's a bunch out there, right? And you've got to go through like different people and different voices. and Or maybe you just need music or complete silence. Whatever it is, get in your space. And I knew I had to get back to that place. Where did I lose who I was? And I had to go back to those events. I had to forgive them. I had to release them. I had to journal it and I had to move on. And then I also had to start really being vocal about it because I think that's part of that healing process. Enough so that I could let it go and it could release from me. And once I did that, I was able to actually, through meditation and journaling, remember certain memories where I was a lot of fun. And one of them that always stands out in my mind is that anytime we would have friends or family over to my house, usually like birthday parties or whatever, um, my dad used to have lobster bakes, I would put on a show, like a Broadway musical for everybody. I would put my dad's boots on, my mom's long coat, uh, probably a remote in my hand, and sing Barbara Streisand. Like that was so much fun to me. I loved singing. And let me tell you, I can't sing, but I definitely pretend that I can. And I remember singing so many songs. I mean, I know probably every 80s like hit pop. Like every legit 80s soundtrack, I knew all the words and all the dance moves. Like, hello, can I get some Paula Abdul up in here? So point being is that was me and I continue to do that. And just so you know, I still do that. <laughs> Not even joking. This summer I had my dad's LL Bean boots on mowing the lawn at our lake house. So, but I didn't realize actually this past summer that that was what was missing was like how I used to have so much fun just being who I was without giving two F-U-C-Ks what anybody thought about me. I never cared what anybody thought about my amazing theatrical experience that I gave them because I was having fun and I was giving myself permission to just be me. So those are two examples. Another example I would say of 
forgetting who I was along the way was that I actually used to love to do things that were spontaneous and a little bit scary. So my best friend for my whole life, Meg, and I used to be like thrill seekers. So watching the scary movies to the roller coasters, like you name it, we did it. And then once I had kids, boom, slap, done, close the book, that was done. It was over because I would like scare myself out of the fun. And I remember this one time I took just Connor and Ari we were at like Aquaboggan and Ari was like an example of who I used to be. She was like this little bright light and this hippie love child. And she had no fear. And this girl at the time I think was like four and she went up on this scariest ride. Connor and I were both like, um, no, you could not pay us enough to go on that. And I remember thinking that a couple years ago going like, damn, why can't I do that stuff anymore? So fast forward, like four years later, I'm finally realizing why, but that's okay. It doesn't matter your timeline. And that's what I'm here to actually give you permission that it doesn't have to have a timeline when you find your fun again, just go through the process, right? So that first part is reflecting. It's getting into that meditative state It's journaling. It's remembering who you were before actually the world told you who you should be be or not to be. There's a famous quote out there, someone, I just totally butchered it, but that's the point. Like, who were you before the world told you who to be? Boom, just nailed it. That's powerful because that is exactly what happens. I can see it in my own kids, right? It's like, who, who were we before we knew what this, you know, big bad world was? Well, I happen to think it's an amazing world, but it's somewhere along the way, everything gets really scary. And maybe it's a, a death in the family that gets you scared. Maybe it's moving. I mean, those two things happened to me. And good Lord, they shook my world. Divorce, like what you knew as normal the next day wasn't. And how did you deal with that? Where did you go? Did you shut yourself down? So go back to that place, scoop up who you were before any of these events had happened. What did you do? What were you like? And write it down. And then take some time to really be in like a blissful state with it. I found this really, really helpful because I started laughing at these memories I had of myself and what I would do when I said friends and family were over and we'd have cake and I was, you know, playing games with my mammy and we were laughing and I was singing something um, and annoying the shit out of everybody around me, but I did it to when I was around like close friends and family because they made me feel safe, right? So at some point, something happens and it's triggered and we, we stop doing that. And so I want to give you permission to find out who you were then and become her again. This is huge. It's incredibly important as you navigate through life with all the things that are thrown our way um, that I found this exercise really helpful because I have been feeling in a state, I would say over the last three years, maybe four years, just lost. You know, mom life is happening. I was like trying to figure out my career. I wasn't really happy where I was as far as that was concerned. This is all like pre trying to figure out my own business from home 
I just felt like I was blocked out to sea. I stopped having fun. I took life so freaking serious. And in the meantime, I'm raising three kiddos. I've had, at that point, eight miscarriages. Our youngest daughter gets diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. That is, like, so freaking rare. I just stayed in that state of fear. I stayed in it, and I dug a hole deeper and deeper and deeper. It was easier for me to go south than to actually be vulnerable and ask for help or ask for permission to just cry. There was a couple years where I legit did not cry. And I remember saying that at one of the events that I had like this major breakthrough. I was like, oh my God, I haven't been, I have not cried. I have not grieved. I have not done all the things that I really should have to heal myself. And now look at what I've done to myself, right? I'm in this state of constant panic. I have anxiety. I am putting on a really good face, but the fatigue caught up to me. Moral of story, the fatigue of trying to be something or somebody I'm not caught up to me. The fatigue of wearing that shiny, happy, everything's fine attitude caught up to me. It wasn't until, honestly, just recently, I got all my labs back from my doctor. I went, I'm like, listen, it has to be my thyroid. It's got to be my adrenals. I'm burning the candle at both ends, which I was. We'll get to that in another episode. But I knew I had to give something up. I knew I had work to do, but I really thought something was wrong with me. And I remember the phone call. Guess what, Lauren? Your labs are beautiful. That was her quote. And I about shit myself. I'm like, I'm sorry, do you have the wrong patient? I have beautiful labs. Like, y'all, I know I'm healthy. Thank you so much. Give myself a high five on that. But beautiful? They surely are talking to the wrong person. But sure as shit, it was me. All the hard work I had been doing on my own health was paying off. I legit was healing myself But my mind was not healed yet. My heart, my gut, those three things were not healed yet because I hadn't gone back in time to forgive and release so I could be open to the abundance and be open to the goodness of everything that was to come. How freaking crazy is that? Your labs are beautiful. And they hung up the phone and I didn't have to call them. So no medication. And I... I'm not even kidding you. Since that phone call, those symptoms, the work that I've done since that phone call, those symptoms are completely gone because it was so in my head. I was making myself sick. I literally blew my own mind with that. Like, wow talk about power. So I knew if I could do the hard work, the heart set work, the soul set work, the mindset work, the health set work, that I absolutely had to share this. Because so many of us women are walking around, and men, walking around in this bubble, this like part of like life that just almost sucks us up and we just sleep, wake up, do the work, repeat. And I was so tired of being in that space. But every time I got 
really deep in that space, right? I dug that hole I was talking about. I didn't really know how to get back out of it. It used to be really easy if I dipped down, I could pull myself out of it. But it became so infectious in a negative way that I, like I said, I made myself sick. And through that work, I did have to give myself permission to slow down on a few things. You know, I'm in school finishing up my nutrition degree. I work full time as as a boss at an oncology center. I'm a mom of three, a wifey running an online business and also just enrolled in business school. Like, are you kidding me? How am I going to do all the things? But what I had to get really, really clear on, and this is what I want you to do now, because if you found yourself, you've released everything, you've gone back in time, you know how to have fun, you know all the things. The next step is also giving yourself permission to be loud and proud about it. So standing in yourself and saying, this serves me and this doesn't. So what I want you to do is make a list, get out a piece of paper on one side, You're going to write priorities, where I used to be. And then on the other side, you're going to write priorities, my future self, who I am starting today. Put a line down the middle. This exercise was so incredibly helpful and such a pivotal moment in all of the life-changing events that have just unfolded over the last couple months. So on one side, I had my priorities were so jacked up. Guess where my family was on that list? Like number nine, because I did everything else before I put them first. No wonder why I was driving myself crazy. Self-care? Oh, hell, what is that? Because that was number 10. So how in the world could I serve at such the high level that I want to or create the business that I'm creating if I wasn't taking care of me first? And poor Chris, I love you so much, babe, because you have always been my ride or die, my rock to tell me and be that sounding board like you were like, you've got to take care of yourself. Like, what is going on? And he would listen and listen and listen because I am definitely one of those thinkers, think out loud, mostly only with him. Um, because it's a sacred space between the two of us, but he had heard it all. And I eventually started hearing it bounce back. And one of those topics of conversation was priorities. You've got to get your priorities straight. And I was like, I just can't do what I'm doing anymore. And so my old way would have given everything up and just dug my hole, right? I would have said, F it. I'm good. I'm just going to dig deeper, put on the happy face, forget anything happened, and consider it a failure. Consider it done, put on the shelf, and never to be revisited again. But I knew in order to grow to the future self I wanted to be, I couldn't do that shit anymore. So on the other side of the paper, I wrote my priorities. And priority number one was self-care. That means working out, journaling, um, What else do I love to do? I love reading. I love creating a podcast. I love having a great glass of wine with my husband on the couch and being quiet after the kids go to bed. Uh, A whole bunch of things. Being in nature, being at our lake house. That's my like absolute happy place. Those were my priorities as far as self-care is concerned. And then of course throw in like, yeah, I would love a facial and a massage, but let's be real. Those are like 
things that happen. I wanted self-care that I could do daily. And it began with my morning routine. Like I said, another podcast later, but that's where it started. And then I started writing out all the other things that I wanted to take care of first. And and something, actually, a couple of things that were on my prior list didn't make the cut. Because I had put so much time into being obsessive about them that I just needed a little smidge of a break. Because I had fallen out of love with all the things that I was doing. And a couple things in particular. This was really hard. This was like a breakup in my own world. Um, but I knew in order to be the future self I want to be and be the person I want to be, I have to be really honest and give myself permission to let it go. Doesn't mean I'm quitting. Doesn't mean I'm leaving forever. It just means I can't do all the things. I'm not superwoman. Nor do I want to be. It's freaking exhausting. But what I want is to be so madly in love with my life that this might just not fit right now. And that's what I did. So I continued with my list. Chris made the list. (laughs) My family made the list. So did so many other things. And one, this beautiful business that I'm creating behind the scenes that I don't talk a lot about yet, but cultivated life, cultivated lifestyle, cultivated lifestyle, all those words that you might have heard me throw out. Uh, She is being created and will be birthed soon. But that is like my passion project. And part of that passion project was giving myself permission to do fun things, to step outside of my comfort zone, to stand up for my priorities, to stand up for myself. It's powerful shit. So those are just two tasks I want you to do today, no matter what you do. Get to meditating, get to journaling. Who were you when you were having so much fun at a young age? Or maybe you weren't like crazy, crazy fun, but what was fun to you, right? What was fun and wild and felt edgy and felt freeing? Find her again. And then the second is to do that list, prioritize. Where are you currently or where where were you three weeks ago when you wanted to rip all your hair out? And where is your future self that you can commit to starting and honoring those priorities today? And let me know. Send me an email. Send me a DM. If you have my phone number, please send me a text. I can't wait to hear the stories. This is so vital. You guys, I completely changed the trajectory of where I was headed because it wasn't looking good. The storm was brewing and the seas were welcoming it and it was going to be one massive shit show. And I didn't want that for my life anymore. I wanted to come out on the other side and say, I freaking did it. And let me tell you, the movie Frozen 2, I know this is like so wild and crazy. I bawled pretty much that entire movie because she kept hearing that sound, which I will not sing for you today, you're welcome. My kids hate when I say it or sing it. Um, But she kept hearing this sound, and it was this calling. And that's exactly what I was hearing. I didn't want to keep digging my fear hole and stay snug and secure on that side of things. I wanted to break through it. So that scene where Elsa, like, crosses those dangerous seas, and she just keeps trying, getting thrown back, and trying, getting thrown back, that is how I feel. That is legit 
a scene of what just happened and unfolded in the last couple months. And really, honestly, the last couple of years, it did take a long time. But I want to give you permission today to say it doesn't have to take you as long. If you get to work and you make the choice today and you decide to show up and make the commitment to yourself that you want to change for the better, you want to get through those muddy waters and come out on the other side where you know that best version of you stands and awaits you. So I'm giving you permission to show up as her today and for every other day to follow. All right, guys, lots of love. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. I love you so much. Thank you so much for always supporting us. We have a couple of episodes up our sleeve. We've just been holding on to them for a little while, ready to launch. So stay tuned for all of that. Talk to you girls next time. A huge hug to all of you who have taken the time out of your day to listen in. My hope is that you've taken away some nuggets and feel inspired to become untangled and be the leader of your life. It would mean the world to me if you share this episode with a friend. You can also head on over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating. We would be so grateful. Remember, you have to love yourself so much, so deep in your soul, to love anyone else thereafter.